Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Every week on the podcast, we are joined by the CEO of SpunOut.ie, Ian Power, to talk all things mental health. Ian joins us to share his knowledge and discuss things that are happening in the world and give us some advice. This week on the podcast, we are going to be talking all things leaving cert results. Maybe the results haven't gone the way you imagined. Ian is going to share some alternative routes to get to where you want to go. Ian Power from SpunOut.ie, thank you so much once again for joining us on the Zoo Crew. Hey guys, how are things? We're Pretty good. Good. Uh, now, as we are progressing steadily, quite rapidly through the summer, um, the deadline, or not the deadline, but the date uh, as to when the Leaving Cert results is approaching and it's on the way. Uh, and I can only imagine a lot of people are, again, quite anxious about it coming and the results coming out and life after results. Um, so a lot of people feeling the pressure. What sort of advice is there out there for people who maybe aren't looking forward to getting results or if results aren't going their way? Yeah, so I mean, it's always a really stressful time. It's always an anxious time for people. And I think this year as well, like you have to hand it to the class of 2020. They've experienced the leave of their year like no other before them. Um, and I think because of that as well, everyone's just experienced such a range of emotions over the past few months. Um, it's difficult enough to kind of get your head around it at the best of times, but it, it's really been a challenge. And particularly, I think, since last week as well, you know, hearing that the results are going to be a little bit later than perhaps everybody was expecting them to be as well is just even another thing on top of everything else to try to process. So I think the main piece of advice to people is that it's understandable that you might be experiencing a new feeling. Um, you know, particularly when previously, especially as well, when you might have been waiting for exam results after having sat an exam, this time no one's actually sat an exam. And so no one really has an idea of a, you know, you don't have a sense of how you performed on the day and, and that can't inform your feeling or expectations yeah. as well. Um, and so everyone, I think, is a little bit even maybe more anxious because they don't have that to ground them with either. You know, because when you do an exam, sometimes you've no idea how you did, but sometimes you have kind of a pretty good idea. Mm. Um, and, and people just don't have that this year, which is really difficult. Um, but I think the main thing to try to remember at the moment is that, look, we'll get through it. Um, you know, if you're unhappy with what you, you get, um, you know, there's appeals and um, they're somewhat limited this year. There's not really a huge amount to go on. Uh, but then there is that opportunity to sit the exam at a later date in November, I think, is, is when they're kind of planning uh, for at the moment. And look, that's not perfect. You know, I think a lot of people have ideas about maybe starting a job, maybe it's an apprenticeship, maybe it's college in kind of September, October. And sitting the leaving cert in November is just not part of that plan and, and would put things off by a few months, maybe by a year for some people as well. So I think there's there's a lot to process there. And I think the main thing to try to, uh, you know, kind of come to terms with is that, look, this is a process. You know, it's, 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 it's an exam. It's not about you as a person, you know, and to try to, de, you know, detangle your kind of sense of self-worth from whatever is going to happen and just try to do what you can to stay calm, do things that take your mind off it, um, particularly over these next few weeks as well, avoid people who could stress you out. You know, we all know kind of the people in our in our social circle who can kind of uh, take it to the next level and maybe yeah. look, it's maybe not a good idea, not to necessarily fully avoid those people, but just to say, look, let's not talk about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's just keep it off the agenda um, and and let's not go there. Um, so there's loads of different things to, to try to do. And as well, look, 
come to to spunner.e as well for some relaxation techniques um and i think the other key point as well to say is just over the summer um you know while you're going through this try to avoid relying on alcohol i think a lot of us use it as a crutch for many different reasons but actually alcohol is a depressant and not a lot of people know that and it can actually make your stress and anxiety a bit worse so i kind of guess the the idea would be definitely have fun enjoy yourself over the summer but try not to to, to go too hard on, on the booze and maybe stay away from it uh, as much as you can just to try to to try to stay in the best frame of mind possible because obviously it's, it's quite a challenge at the moment. Mm. Results day is quite a mixed bag of emotions, Ian. Um, I'm just casting my mind back to when I got my results and you've got a mixture of happiness, disappointment, kind of like, oh, I'm, I may have done better than I thought. I'd imagine this year is a little bit different. I, I don't know for certain, but I think they might be issued through email because they don't want people gathering. Have you any tips for people? Because when you're in the moment, it is... You know, especially if you're one of the really, really happy people, it can seem like once you're happy, everything is happy. But you have to kind of remember people mightn't have done as well, mightn't have done as well as you. What tips would you give maybe just for people to be, I suppose, hone home a message that people need to be mindful of others more more than ever, really? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really good message to give out and, and something to even be thinking about this moment in time as well, because no one really knows how it's going to shake out as well. So um, you just don't know where you're going to end up. And I think... Uh, you know, you would like just as much as anybody else uh, if your friends were kind of sound about it and kind of had your uh, kind of feelings in mind if they did better than you or vice versa. So I think definitely trying to be mindful of those in your friend groups. It's always a good idea not to kind of, you know, talk to your friends who are also getting results about things around, uh, you know, results day. I think it's a really good idea to try and have those conversations with people who've either been through it before or your parents or somebody else who kind of isn't going to feel anything from what you're saying to them as well. I think that's important sometimes to try to, to avoid, you know, kind of stirring up other emotions for other people. And it can be really difficult. So absolutely trying to be empathetic and have, have that empathy. I think first of all, as well, we should try to remember that um, you do have to still confirm that you actually want to get your results and that you want to get your grades. Um, on the 7th of September, which is the new date. Um, and in order to do that, everybody has to uh, go into the, the portal and confirm that by next Monday, the 27th of July at 4 p.m. So you should have got a text message to kind of tell you to do that um, yesterday. But if you didn't, uh, go straight to the portal at gov.ie for slash leaving certificate and you can uh, fill out the, the, the details there. Kind of a bit weird. Don't understand why we have to do it again. But look, there you are. That's the, the that's the state of these things. So you have to 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 remember to do it. And um, the other thing to say about kind of results day is lots of kind of people, um, you know, don't realize. But actually, around one in two, even sometimes closer to kind of sixty percent of students actually get their first choice in terms of whatever they want to do next in terms of further uh, or higher education. So it is a very happy day for lots of people and hopefully this year will be no different even though obviously the situation is slightly unusual. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think just to remember as well on the day itself, if you don't or if someone close to you doesn't get what you want and it's not your, your, you know, maybe dream choice, uh, just remember that I think a lot of the problems with the structure around secondary school, not just the whole leave insert exam we won't even get into that and how much pressure that is but also as well I think we're taught that there's only one way to get into things and that's through mm. CEO and just try to try not to panic and just remember that there are lots of different routes that are open to you to get into a career I can't tell you the amount of people in my 
social circle and others who wanted to do specific things and just didn't get the points you know so even let's say you want to do medicine you know lots of people have gone on to do physiology degrees and then go into graduate entry medicine it takes a little bit longer but actually a lot of people speak to the fact that actually they gain so much more uh, greater understanding in having done that other earlier course and then become a better doctor as a, as a mm. result or maybe it's a plc or whatever type of course you're looking yeah. for so just remember i think there are different routes to get to where you want to go um, and obviously that's not going to be easy to remember on results day but just try to have that in the back of your mind um, and I think there's a number of different options available to people on results day as well if you're not happy you know if you're a small few marks away you know it's a good idea to maybe appeal and um, maybe you know you're you're kind of you have your heart set on that first choice and um, maybe take a step back see are there's a you know an, another choice further down your list that you've been offered and see if that option actually could work for you and could you get to your your first choice at a later date and um, the other thing as well is that there are other rounds you know so if you turn down whatever comes at you in round one there's another round although it's a little bit riskier to go that route and um, another thing people don't know about as well is that there is an available places list so if you don't really get an offer that makes your heart you know excited <laughs> look at the available places list as well and see if there's courses that have spaces that might interest you um, and maybe you do a plc uh you know to kind of get you to in into a good position for the course the following year and then always there is that option of, of bidding the leaving cert and um, this year uh, it's kind of interesting in that you do have the option to sit the leaving cert only just a couple of months after you get your results whereas normally you'd have to wait the whole year to do that yeah. um, and so uh, so that is a, a good option as well um, but yeah I think it's just try to to not to panic think about uh, what's the best option for you what's going to make you happiest um, and really try to pursue that option. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you, you know, like on the day, I remember like opening the envelope or how it'll be this year, opening the email. It seems like whatever is in that envelope or on that sheet of paper is your future. It's not. There, there, like you said, there are mm. so many different avenues. And you also see like when people get to college, it's so... Uh, prominent that people drop out because they realise what they think they wanted yeah. they get to do the course the first month or two that was me and they drop out <laughs> that was me I, I got my third choice and then I ended up going like that and doing a PLC and honestly when I did my PLC I went on to my degree and I had the best three years of my life so I was one of those people that was really disappointed and honestly I believe everything happens for a reason and I was so happy the way things worked out Absolutely. And I think that's that's something that we need to do more of is kind of give visibility to those different pathways because nobody knows they exist, you know, and I think that's what contributes to all the stress around it is that you kind of think it's, you know, it, it, there's one way or, 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 or that's it, you know, yeah. and there really isn't. There's so many different options. And I think as well, you know, lots of us have these ideas about courses. And that's another thing to say as well is if you get your dream choice and you get into the course and you don't enjoy it, like that's, that's not, uh, you know, something that's, uh, is irreversible either yeah. you can yeah. go on and as you say get onto a different pathway and do something as well so I think there it's really interesting like people can feel like you know actually I got my first choice and that means it's the end of it I'm going to be happy ever after that's not necessarily always the case either so I think the the whole approach really to it is just take it one step at a time neither get too excited or too sad about it and just try to plot your way as best you can through it and just know that there are so many routes to get to where you want to go, absolutely. 100%. For people who are kind of going towards college, um, talk to us a little bit about the SUSE grant because I think a lot of people don't know about it or realise that they are in fact eligible for it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think 
this year more than ever, there's going to be a lot of concern among students about how to pay for college, how to pay for uh, further education, because look, a lot of us would have spent the summer prior to going to college, working part-time, maybe working even full-time hours in, in some jobs in retail or hospitality, and possibly for a lot of people this summer, that's just not going to be possible. So there is going to be greater financial worries. And um, the first thing I would say is just in respect of Susie, um, the priority deadlines have passed but they are still accepting non-priority applications. Normally, it's up around till the start of November. We haven't been able to get a date out of them, and there's nothing on their website at the moment, but you still can apply. And I think one of the really important things to say is to, if there's been any sort of um, disruption in terms of your finances, or maybe if you're living at home, your parents' finances, make sure you use the change in circumstances provision. Make sure that you let Susie know, because you could be eligible for greater support than, you know, your previous, maybe you've already submitted your application or maybe, you know, uh, that you, you might have otherwise thought you might be. So make sure that you let Susie know exactly your situation as it stands right now. Otherwise, they'll base it on your 2019 income um, or your, your household income. The other thing to say as well is some of the deadlines have passed for various different schemes, but do Google student financial support citizens information they have a really good list it's very comprehensive about all the different things that might be available to you so one of those things is the student assistance fund which not a lot of people know about and um, but exists in most colleges and is, is there to help out students with the cost of living um, and the cost of going to college there are other different schemes as well like back to education allowance for kind of mature students there is the dare scheme the here scheme there's loads of different schemes yeah. and particularly as well think about it not just in the context of going to college, maybe this October, but maybe you want to think about maybe going in, uh, you know, entry 2021. And maybe so some of those schemes, knowing about them now is really helpful to make sure you get in in time for the deadline, because some of them do kind of tend to be a little bit earlier, particularly the here and the there schemes. They are particularly helpful because not only may you maybe you get financial support, but also you get extra support while you're in college with maybe learning and all those different things. And actually the entry requirements, there might be um, uh, a change in entry requirements for you. So maybe you don't need to hit a certain threshold on various different subjects just like that. So really do try to do your research, um, you know, to make sure that you do get as much as you can in terms of support, both financial and otherwise. Because I think a lot of people I've seen, you know, the cases where people are struggling and unnecessarily so. And I think everybody can obviously do a much better of letting students know about what supports are out there but definitely do your research yourself as well, for sure. And once again, Ian, if people are feeling overwhelmed, um, you have an amazing uh, voluntary uh, chat line or text line where you, people can get in touch uh, if you want to just give that one more plug. Yeah, absolutely. So anybody who's stressed out with all of these different issues and you just want to talk about it and kind of get it off your chest, uh, you can text us by texting spun out to 50808. It's free and it's there uh, 24-7. And because a lot of these issues as well are very specific, uh, we run a live chat as well, uh, Monday to Friday, uh, between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. So it's staffed by uh, youth information workers from all around the country who know their stuff in respect of all of this and can really help you out kind of researching some of the bits and pieces. So you just go to spunit.ie forward slash question. And those youth information workers are there between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. every weekday to kind of help you through those maybe uh, difficult questions that you don't know whether, you know, they apply to you or your situation or whatever. So really do reach out and ask for help, ask for those questions to be answered or maybe get in touch with 
our 508080 as well, just if you want to have a chat about things and, and if they're bothering you. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a tough time and I think everyone's going through it um, and make sure that, you know, you have the support you need because you deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. A really stressful time for so much. Yeah. But uh, wonderful information and advice once again. Ian Power from spunout.ie. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, guys. Take care. Mind yourself with spunout.ie. And that is it for this week's episode of the Mind Yourself podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it and taken something from it. Don't forget, Ian joins us on air on the Zoo Crew on Spin every Tuesday evening just after 7, where we chat through a different topic each week, all the time relating to mental health, general well-being and just yourself and looking after yourself. And if you're looking for a little bit of professional advice from Ian Power, well, you can pose a question to him. All you have to do is head on over to the lifestyle section on our website, fill out the form, and you can submit a question totally anonymously. Next week, we are going to be looking at the pandemic unemployment and specifically the tax around it. A lot of people are confused as to whether or not they have to pay tax and if so, how much will it be? Uh, Well, Jack from Spun Out is going to be joining us and he'll have all the answers for you. We'll chat to you in next week's episode.